I like spaceships. Jedi Survivor, Jedi Survivor. I'm Jason Warp from MakingStarWars.net. All hell, Lambhead, Mr. Maximus. Uh, yeah, so we got kind of crappy news. Not not the best news, not the worst news though either. I think it's it's all something to be fairly rational about in the end. You know, um, as we know, if you follow BestmanBulletin.com, who hasn't covered this yet, as far as I could see when I looked on his site a few minutes ago. But um, Jedi Survivor had a delay already. It's been there, there's been a c- couple of pushbacks here and there, and um, Bestman was saying for a while it was going to pop up on on um, at the Game Awards, and then and it did, and then it did. But it's not going to make that release date apparently. And um, as irony would have it, last night, if you guys remember, I was doing the show yesterday. My son comes over to hang out with me. And uh, he's like, hey, can we go get some some fries or tacos or something? I was like, yeah, but we got to walk. And it was like lightly rainy. He's like, that's cool. I want to walk in the rain. I'm like, okay. So we go. And as we're going, he's like, dad, there's only one month until Jedi Survivor. And uh, hey, Thomas, how's it going? And um, we pre-ordered that stuff, as Thomas knows. And um we pre-ordered that game. We were super excited for it. And he's like, it's not that far along now that it's February, Dad. And I'm like, I'm like, hey, I hope so. But this is a big game. Games always get delayed. And then he's so no joke. Uh, I I sent out a, a message to somebody who might know. I'm like, hey, is that that's still on track? And I got told uh tomorrow we'll talk. And I'm like, okay. And then uh, I didn't hear anything, and this came out. So that's what I think I was just being told was just like, you asked me too late, and it's coming tomorrow. <laughs> and then here it is. And I'm like, oh, okay. So um, like I said, it's not that bad, though. Here's what they said. For the first three years, the Jedi team here at Respawn has poured its collective heart and soul into Star Wars Jedi Survivor. And we – oh, and I, I think I wrote that wrong in the, the title of the video. I hate Star Wars Jedi survivor sorry you don't get to do it that way that, that's just such a dumb convention i hate that and then look at the logo star wars jedi survivor it just doesn't make sense anyways and we're proud to say the next chapter. i get it though and we're proud to say the next chapter in the tale of cal Kestis is is content complete we are now focused entirely on the final stage bug fixes to enhance performance stability polish and most importantly the player experience so that means no more bugs like that allow you to fly through the sky, you know, in that last game. Jedi Survivor is a direct response to the feedback from our community, delivering expansive destinations to explore. So like, you know, Hawaii, Mexico, all kinds of stuff like that. Evolved combat and uh, traversal. And of course, the continuation of Cal and BD's story. Look at BD getting bumped up to the press release. He's in the big time now, baby. 
making this game has truly made us a better team. Um, and we have pushed ourselves at every level to make this the Star Wars sequel our fans expect from Respawn and Lucasfilm games. All right, that's, that's good. We should do that. In order for the team to hit the Respawn quality bar, provide the team the time they need, and achieve the level of polish our fans deserve, we have added six crucial weeks to our release schedule. Star Wars Jedi Survival will now launch on April 28th. Thanks to EA and Respawn for giving us the time to deliver the best experience to our players and to all of you for understanding. May the Force be with you, Stig, and the Jedi and the Star Wars Jedi team. So then has little logos there. So like I said, I, you know, doesn't make me super jazzed. You know, I mean, it's like I'm somebody who's actually like bought the game. So I think I'm I'm allowed a, a little bit of of uh, bitching on this one if I really wanted to. But I got to say, uh, that's not the biggest deal. In fact, six weeks is pretty it's pretty reasonable, you know. Um, I don't do I think this is like a marketing thing or something. No, because uh, you don't need six weeks to all of a sudden. Oh, shit. We didn't do marketing like it's our homework. Um, so that doesn't really make sense to me. Uh, I don't I don't see why you would need to do that, um, especially when you could just do a big push at the end. He's <laughs> also Baymax as Star Wars making. Yeah, I, I think of if actually, if anything, um, this messes up the ability to market the game. This messes up any marketing that they had established already. This means, oh, shit, everything needs to be rearranged and pushed back. It means any interviews that have been scheduled will either have to be conducted at that time and then held. It means a lot of things. It's not, like I said, it's not not the biggest deal. This is more of a headache for them, actually, than it is for us, I would say. I'm not a gaming expert, though, so I'm not going to, you know, die on a hill about it or anything. The Crawling Chaos says, with games, I prefer delay to a buggy launch since botched game launches are the norm these days. Yeah, I mean, and exactly. Like I said, like my my son loved that bug where you could fly around, where you're just like flying around in the air, then whatever you want if you got like the right force powers. And um, you know, to me, it was a, like I started to kind of check out on it. I told him we couldn't do that when we were playing the game, like that it's that's cheating that that, that it's cheating to do it. Let's not do it while we're playing through. And um, you know, but he's a kid. And he's like, I want to fly. You know, <laughs> so I don't blame him. I get it. But so, yeah, uh, stuff like that not happening is definitely, definitely, you know, for the best. And, um, you know, I guess now you have a little bit more time to read that book, you know, that they want them to, to come out with it. So, but once again, um, proves what's a, proves my point being this isn't good for the marketing of the game at all, actually, um, unless they hold that book back too. are they, they going to hold the book, the books back? I don't know. Maybe they should. But I would prefer to read the book in that six weeks that the game's not out. And then, you know, the fucking game comes out and I know the backstory if, if I want to know it. As opposed to being being like, what do you want to do? What do you want to do with your with your time, rule farm boy? What do you want to do? Do you want to play the game or do you want to uh, read the book? 
or you know, at best, you could buy the audiobook and listen to it while you're playing the game and pause it during cutscenes. You, you don't want to do that. You don't want to. You don't want to pulp fiction it with everything going on at once. So, um, well, maybe you do. I, I, I don't. I'd rather just do one or the other personally. So, and once again, thank you, Farm Boy, for uh, becoming a channel member yesterday. Super cool. Uh, hey, thank you for the super chat, Thomas. Uh, I'm super, and I chat. Yeah, you do, man. You do. You are, you are pretty super. Thank you, Tom. Um, so, anyways, um, Dale says, I haven't played since Evercrack died out. Boy, dude. I would tell you about, the, about when I was about 20 years old. Ruins of Cunark hadn't come out yet. Yeah, that's where we're at. And um, I'm a paladin. EverQuest. And I got this little cheap desk in my little studio apartment, you know. As soon as I could, I moved the fuck out. Got out of my parents' house. And I got my little studio apartment. I have this cheap little computer desk. Like, computer desks weren't even that new because personal computers weren't that big of a deal. Like, they had just become one, basically. And um, there was a sword called the Ghoul Bane. And I spent, like, hours trying to get it in that stupid game. And you had to walk up to an, to an NPC and you had to type, like, here is the sword. I am a fucking paladin or something like that. And I did it perfectly correctly. I looked at it. I stared at it. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hit enter. It takes the, the contents to make me the sword. Just didn't do it. And like, I had like a, a fucking Jackie Chan moment. I like punched down on my desk. Like I literally karate chopped my cheap ass computer desk. Like I did it. Boom. And the desk just goes in the middle and i was like holy shit it didn't even hurt i'm all i'm super i have superpowers but um no i don't turns out i don't but and hey meg meg were you gonna play jedi survivor i know you played the lego star wars game do you do you play do you play all the, all the star wars games i don't remember hearing you talk about it too much but uh one one more thing i think that that's worth hitting on because it'll likely come up in people's uh comments or videos in the next couple of days the amount of people who played the first game in this is like way more than people watched a Star Wars TV show. So you'll oftentimes hear, oh, maybe Cal Kestis is going to end up being on live action as if it's a graduating thing for the character. It's actually a demotion. Less people will see Cal. I think, I think it was 30 million people played that first game. So 30 million people were introduced to Cal. He had a chance. He had a chance with 30 million Star Wars fans to become a character, a living character. And, uh, you know, for me, he did. For me, he worked out. Not my favorite character, but he's pretty good. But when you compare that to, like, you know, what, like, the numbers that most Star Wars TV shows got, you know, numbers aren't so big, you know. So uh, Star Wars makes us, I was late to Fallen Order, but played it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it. Like I said, I'm bummed that we have to wait longer, but it could be worse. It's not that big of a deal. Not that bad, in my opinion. You know, it's a pretty easy wait. What is the new release date, um, if any? Oh, is that was that not in that thing right there? I think you are correct in in saying in that it's being delayed until what? It was it April twenty eighth? I think I said. 
think it's April 28th. Just trying to see what it where where it was here. I had it. I thought it was in that press release. I like saw it. And um let me see if it was in there and I'm just not remembering what I read. Because sometimes uh, yeah, April 28th. Jedi Survivor will launch globally on April 28th. So not not ideal, but not so bad, especially when you consider, I mean, like the like the Star Wars content we're gonna have, we're gonna have Mando running up that time too. So, you know, it, it's still like in the Mando time or window. You know what I mean? Yeah, 420. Hey Tyler, how's it going, dude? So, you know, yeah. As the room is like, you just read it, you idiot. Don't you remember what you read? And the answer is sometimes no. Sometimes not at all. I'm like Ron Burgundy. He's put the copy in front of me and I just go. <laughs> so anyways, yeah, 28th in the in 28th in the pick says Tits McGee. Um so Colin says I noticed it right after I asked. Oh yeah, yeah. Me, me too. Hey, I, I read it, man. Thomas says, I really enjoyed the first one. Super high hopes for Survivor. Yeah, me too. Like, there, there's there's things about it that I'm like a little bit like, you know, eh, is it going to, you know, is this going to be the one that, that gets kind of jumps the shark with like the old stuff or is it going to be really rad? But when you go through, if you go on YouTube right now, you can just watch like, like look up like Fallen Order movie and people have cut it into like a film. And where they just like, you know, they don't spend five hours like solving puzzles. They just kind of like, you know, fade over and you see like the little plot points and then the the, the cutscene. It's about three hours long. When you watch it, like some of that stuff is, is good, if not better than some of the live action TV shows. And um, so I'm optimistic it's going to be good. I'm out, and and the idea of like the old threat, you know, from the High Republic era coming back and stuff like that is pretty fun, and uh, I like what they've done with um, the characters that we've seen who are who are who are re returning. Seer looks like all fucking hardcore Jedi out, and not like a nice freight pilot, you know, anymore and stuff. So I I I think the other characters will will show up as well, and I think it'll be cool. So I think it's going to be fun, but. I don't know if I'll have a way of of being able to like put it on on here, you know, or not. Um, whenever I try to use Streamyard, like when I when I hooked when I had the game running on like the Xbox app in the Streamyard, it put like all stuttered out and shit, like my speaking, and I was like, ah, this isn't really comfortable to watch. But it would be cool if I was able to figure that out and we could like I could like just like play it and hang out with you guys and you guys could laugh about how much I suck and then be like, dude, you should be able to figure this out. And I'll just be like, I don't know what I'm doing. But Robert Sinclair says, My six-year-old nephew loves Cal and BD1. He really liked the Lola droid in Obi-Wan because he found it similar to BD1. Yeah, yeah. Me too. I I, I do. I liked when that droid showed up in um um book of boba you know some people say it's not bd1 In my mind it is until until you know bd1 dies or or cal doesn't but it does appear to be bd1 to me i think it's bd1 until uh you know until it contradicts but seth says missed opportunity if they don't surprise drop it at celebration 
they can't have that many bugs to fix. It's only a month delay. Oh, uh, dude, bug fixes could be a there could be a ton of bugs fixed in in a month, and and it depends on what kind of bug fixes they are. We don't really actually know, so um, it's kind of like it's kind of hard to like say. Yeah, I'll I'll send you the invite right now, Mister Mister True. Um, check your your Twatter DM, and uh, I'll send it to you. If I could if I could find you, oh, come on. His name is As a True Twitter, dude. Twitter is like slow as fuck now. Okay, here it comes. All right, there you go, dude. Yeah, you, you could you could tell me, tell me what's what's on your 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 mind. Um, video game making Star Wars a video game correspondent as a true. Um, Jason, any skeleton crew or sucker scoops coming anytime soon? Maybe. I spent the last couple of days um, working on stuff uh, from since late last week trying to get some like stuff going that I can put out that's like safe to put out and stuff like that. And uh, so I got some stuff lined up, but no promises that it's like, you know, I don't want to tell anybody to hold their breath right now because I'm not 100% sure if I can put out what I'm hearing. Um, just, you know, and like, you know, we're hearing a little bit about and or what's going on there, but the stuff the stuff with Andor is so abstract that I feel like if I said anything about it or if anybody else says anything about it, it's going to be taken out of context into a way that is just not what it is. Like um, I'm trying to think of how to put it without without putting it out there. But let's just say like, I don't know. I'm making this up. OK, this is not what what the story is. Let's just say fucking uh, Luthen hasn't filmed yet. Then it doesn't mean he's not in the show or something like that, right? So if like somebody else put out that story about, hey, guess what? Luthen hasn't filmed yet. Everyone's like, oh, Luthen's not in the season or Luthen dies or whatever. And it's just like, no, none of it means that because they don't film these things in order. So um, <laughs> so it's just like, you know, it's all uh, right now we're, we're in that like interim things with stories. Mr. As a True. You're here to bring the As a Truth? Okay, I can't hear you at the moment. At the moment, you don't have sound. I, I don't I don't think they can hear you either, but if you could hear me, then that's a good sign. But um Tyler says, pretty sure the cast straight to Twitch from console. At least I think you can on PS5. So I would go to Twitch and then to YouTube from there, or would I have to do it after? But yeah, it looks like I, I would have to. I, I'm I I'm not on yeah I'm not on PS5. I'm on the, the new Xbox, which I really like. It's pretty good stuff. But um, yeah. So so as a true ask, can I hop on the show? And you can, but you're not allowed to speak. Okay. Okay. okay well, you broke the rules. <laughs> How's it going, dude? Uh, good, good. I'm just. Already seen people saying game cancelled and oh. uh, Disney at war, and uh, I'm like, uh, I I don't understand how many times does this have to happen for people still to repeat the same old lies? It's just so frustrating. It's like 
it's a six week delay yeah. and it's going to be out like this month has gone really quick. It's the game is fast approaching. It's just another six weeks and we're going to have Mando in that time to occupy us. Mm-hmm. The Bad Batch is on as well. Celebration is going to happen before it. Mm-hmm. And now it's just going to be it. I'm, I'm seeing people complaining and I'm like, People, I, I've seen people saying only a couple of weeks ago, oh, I don't think, I don't trust Respawn. I'm like, how can you not trust Respawn? They, they've they got a yeah. good track record, an exceptional track record, one of the best in the industry. It's like, the facts are out there. You're just going with this completely stupid narrative. Like, you know, people forget, Titan 4-1 sold incredibly well, something like 10 million copies, whatever. Mm-hmm. Then Titan 4-2, considered one of the best FPS games of all time. Fallen Order, didn't necessarily review that highly, but in terms of sales and sentiment around people that actually, like, in terms of non-critics, loved it. Um, Apex is still dominating four years later. Um, the new game's going to be great. Like, it's not going to be cancelled, and the fact that they've delayed it because they have this such high bar is only yeah. a good thing. And it seems I like I'm it. glad it's, a lot of people are saying it's most people are saying take your time. I think that's changed in this industry recently. Like, usually a delay was like a really bad thing. Now it's like people are more accepting, which is a good thing. But I think Star Wars fans that on the more casual side are gonna see this as like not a good like Lego Star Wars the Skywalker saga, it works so well for that. Like mm-hmm. two years of delays led to this game that is still pretty like ended up pretty aside from Yes, it did have some bad bugs when it first came out. There, were, there, were, in, there were, I didn't have it. There were some. There were some. I never experienced them, but on yeah. like the Xbox One and PS4, there were mm-hmm. some game-breaking bugs. But those okay. were fixed within the first week, for example. Right. Even so, that's a whole different situation because TT Games. Uh, I don't know if you've heard, but they're going through stuff still. Whereas Respawn mm-hmm. have got it all together. They've always had it together. So, yeah, yeah. It, people shouldn't be worried i'm kind of relieved because i was worried when i first saw it it's like oh is it going to be like celebrate near celebration i'm i'm gonna am i gonna have to cancel celebrate <laughs> but thankfully it's a few weeks after um it gives me time to take a bit of a break from having to make videos for another month um, yeah somebody somebody very innocently in the chat said Oh, they should like Loki release it at celebration. No, like, no, 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 no. That that that's like terrible. Then like there's this game and you're like at celebration if you get to go and you want to play it. But if you let's say I let's say I don't know fifty thousand tickets are at celebration. That's fifty thousand Star Wars fans that aren't going to be able to play the game. Like the mm-hmm. people that have got it pre-ordered. Like how how mad are people? People won't show up to celebration to play the game. Yeah. Um. That's how big big of the game it is. I'm a lot of people. I also really hate it when people like I've I've seen it with this game. I'm seeing it with I saw it with uh, Skywalker Saga. Everyone's mm-hmm. like, release it on May fourth, whatever the day is. No, release it before. <laughs> Don't release. Just wait to release it on a day that is used to sell T-shirts and discounts on games yeah, that came you, out. Years you could always ago. just leave yours in the wrapper and open it up. May That's 4th what some people did though with Skywalker Saga. <laughs> if you want, to. I, I'm like. Okay, you you do that, but I'm not waiting a month. Like it was a whole. I was like, you really are waiting a month, and they're like, yeah, but it's May fourth. I'm like, it's just, it's not that of a special day. Yeah, it really isn't. So yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, uh, a lot of people like to turn industry stuff, whether it be film, and apparently 
especially the gaming industry into wrestling that's what i always say that's how the stuff like sounds like and it's like it's funny to me because the other people who are making this shit couldn't it be further away from wrestlers yeah like <laughs> you know what i mean i'm gonna tell Captain kennedy <laughs> the game is delayed brother and it's just like no that's definitely not what, what happened or how it would happen or could yeah, happen they, they see, i've seen people already say it's disney the evil overlord coming in to mess with it and it's like they absolutely want this to be the best game possible like they're probably they probably was just asked is it okay to let them like yeah you you know what you're doing like you know what's best like they trust most people trust respawn more than like respawn is ea's golden child because everything they've done has been a success like even it, it didn't get amazing reviews but they did a vr game medal of honor um a vr medal of honor um and i played it and it didn't really review very well, but it won an Oscar. They are the first video game company to win an Oscar. So, like, they changed all their brands to be the Academy Award winning studio. And it's like, that's why people they, like EA and whatnot love them because they made a game. It had this film, World War II veterans film in it, and it won right. an Oscar. Like, they, they were also um, they're the composers behind Fallen Order. They've been really like two of the main people behind getting the Grammys to do video game awards. And now we have that. And they were like the two main people, like really driving behind, saying, "You do it for everything else. You don't do it for games." And now there's a Grammy for video game music, yeah, which is pretty cool. It's like, yeah. why isn't it? Because it's so successful. Um, uh, but yeah, so uh, it's, it's it's pretty cool. Like respawn everything they do, and people forget they're making an FPS Star Wars game. And I've already seen people; it's going to be cancelled. Look, I know there's we've had a lot of Star Wars games cancelled, but come on. Like a lot of the people that made are making this game are the people behind Titanfall and Apex. Like some of them worked on Modern Warfare 2 and COD 4. Like it's only gonna be a good game. Yeah, I mean, just to like, you know, rationalize it a little bit more too. Um, when a game is like hasn't been marketed yet, it hasn't paid anything at all, you know, it hasn't gone through any of the ratings and stuff like that. Uh, it can like ragtag was pretty far along when it got cut when it when it was just like when that game for instance was like was like killed there was a lot they had filmed yeah, yeah. essentially filmed a movie like mm -hmm. in terms of doing like motion capture and all yeah, that stuff for it it was same. like how far it was 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 pretty nuts and some of the some and one of the iterations of it so sh shit happens but at this point right there you, they they wouldn't cancel a game when it's six weeks away because yeah, if, if you yeah. that is like a that's ridiculous that um that would like have to be we don't have the money to market this bitch yeah and we might not make our money back so all the just... games fundamentally broken where they, yes. they said it's it's complete it just needs a few more weeks yeah. um like the game's almost gone through every age racing now except for the european like even the uh north america it's been rated there um a lot of people have sort of misunderstood EA's new marketing approach, which has really worked out for them so far. So their whole thing now is announce game, release it a few months later. Mm -hmm. uh, Need for Speed, they didn't like they announced it. I think in October, it came out in December, and that reviewed exceptionally well and is doing pretty well. They haven't really marketed it because I think they was worried if they put too much money into marketing it, it's not going to be a success, but it's been a success. Jedi Survivor's the same. They announced it at Celebration because I think if they'd have left it 
much later, it wouldn't have made much... Like, Celebration was just a perfect time to announce it. But then it's been quiet until the Game Awards when we got the gameplay trailer. And then they're going to ramp up... There was probably ramp up pretty soon, right? Because it was out in March. But they're just doing this thing where we don't need to do it over years. Like, everyone was complaining Star Wars Eclipse isn't getting anything because it's not out in five years. It's like, And now they're complaining they're not getting anything because the game is only out in a few months. So they can't win. Whatever they do, there's no middle ground. Like whatever they do, everyone complains. So, right. but I, I think this is good because like it's been a quick three years since the game came out. Fallen Order, like it's hard to believe it has been three over three years now, which is yeah. insane. Like since then we've had a new film, Mando, Andor, uh, Book of Boba Fett, COVID, all of that, and they've made this <laughs> right. game from home. Like they've effectively made this entire game from home. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, and 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 from the post they said they like they specifically called out they've listened to feedback. Um, mm. I want to know more about exactly because they it was quite vague, but it sounds like yeah they actually have listened to what people complain about the first game. They've had Hopefully. three years to. That could do be that, that line could also just be BS at the same time. Like in terms of the I, press I do release. I do think like but. people uh, one of the issues people complained about was like um the lack of planets. Like you could only go to like four of them once you complete the game. It sounds like that was a big thing that the uh they hit on. Right. How's it going, Rob? Hey <laughs> are, are you excited? Six week for... delay is a QA delay. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> well, okay, explain that to, to the to the. It's quality assurance. Like it's just bugs and, you know, mm -hmm. it's a, I mean they're shipping on every multiple. How many is it? PS. It's 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 three six. It's, it's, it's only next I'm the PC. current the current gen, not the last gen stuff. Right, but it's still three platforms, right? So it's Xbox, mm -hmm. PS Five, and PC. So mm -hmm. that that's just somewhere along the way. There's a bug that gets one but not the other, and then certification gets sort of delayed and that's that's what that is so yeah yeah six yeah. more weeks enough to get a bit more money to buy your next gen console yeah. to uh, they uh they'd probably rather fix it than day one patch it you know it's actually a pretty good sign <laughs> do, do, do you think that they made day one patch it as well yeah they but it won't, there's always going to be a day one patch but generally something didn't make it through certification so um, look, I'm just speculating, but I've 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 been down this rodeo a few times. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's a sort of it's a something got. Well, one of the weirdest bugs experiences I I've heard about is um it was the uh, Scarif DLC for Battlefront, and when the DLC came out, uh, Lando he 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 could one shot kill any hero right. Now everyone was like, how did they miss this? Well. It didn't appear in any stage of testing, like extensive testing for like months. It only appeared when it the the up, game update propagated in the public consoles. Like even in their private public tests, it didn't appear. And like the guy who was like the hero designer, like he, over, he had the worst Christmas because like they could they, because it was just before Christmas. Everyone was shutting down. There was no cert testing. Microsoft and Sony, like they couldn't. There wasn't an update for like a month. So for an entire month, Lando just killed the game. And it's like <laughs> it's stuff like that. Everyone complained, but through all their testing, it didn't show up. It just showed up right at the last minute when it deployed yeah. to everyone's platforms. And... For for Star Wars Galaxies, I was in the private beta 
of of uh and, and entered in at beta two and we would like like play things in that game and like stats would be kind of like working some of the stats would matter and stuff finally and then and then it would go out and publish like to the to the live beta server where where we would play with everyone else when we'd show up there it just wouldn't be there just they're just like we don't know why uh, we're looking into it. Like the, we would have been like a message board, I think, back then, where we could see what they said. They used to be like, "We don't know why." <laughs> it was just like every single time. I mean, that's just kind of how that stuff goes. Like that's why stress testing matters and stuff. But this game is yeah, ga- games are hard. People don't realize it. Ga- games games are difficult. Guys, fucking posting something on a goddamn blog is hard. Like games are impossible. Like I just like people are like. Hey, how did how, how did they miss it? I'm like, go type something and post it on making Star Wars on it and see if you don't get a typo or some fucking dumb punctuation error. Like, <laughs> like, and then that that's that's just one guy, right, Jason? That's just you typing something. Now imagine something that has hundreds of fucking people involved. <laughs> you know, and that and that's like primary developers. You're not even talking about, you know, QC ports, translations. Uh, mastering packaging you know praying that the right build is the one that downloads off the network (laughs) Mm -hmm. sometimes the wrong build goes up on a network and people get the wrong version of the game like it's 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 a nightmare like the fact that anything happens is a friggin miracle i used to i mean i've always understood this because when i was a kid like um used to be able to get free magazines if you just sent in like a business or something. So my dad had a business, so I used to get free magazines all the time. Nothing good, just like technical shit. But I would get Game Development Magazine, which is like the coolest thing I could get, right? Super technical, bunch of math and shit. But I would at least get developer stories and and hear how difficult it was. Not until like I actually helped ship some games that I really go, oh, it's fucking magic trick that any of this ever gets done at all. Like, well, let alone, at, you yeah. know, let alone at all. So, so that's um that, that's the thing just to take away to be appreciate that that when you play something and it's amazing like that's think about the thousands of games that probably come out you know a year like all the indie stuff mobile whatever like and that thing actually worked it's freaking brilliant yeah, yeah. i mean yeah. Most of, a lot of them don't work that's that's the other side of it yeah, go ask a madden fan what it's like to <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about it. But yeah, that's, that's yeah they, they crack that open every year. Just, dude, I heard Madden like deleted everyone's cloud based fucking saves and shit, like all their fantasy leagues. It's, it's, that's, that's that sounds fair. That, that yeah. sounds fair, though. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, since they since they cost me a job uh, back in 2005, fuck them. You know what fuck I mean? Like, I'll tell you that story at another <laughs> time. But yeah, Madden cost me a whole, my whole entry level game fucking. <laughs> career gone in a poof that stupid exclusivity why don't play football the topic network says april 28th is great for survivor 65 days to star wars celebration too hope you both on the star wars podcast in the aftermath of course uh will you both be going i won't be going um i'm i'm all about the red white and blue usa and if it's not here i don't know i um (laughs) I just don't True. don't no. I I just really don't want to spend thousands of dollars to go to a celebration not during a movie year, especially if it was a movie year. I would be way way more inclined to to um you know take the plunge, but 
I, I I have very realistic celebration expectations. People are like, yeah, and then Lindelof is going to come out, and then like <laughs> Daisy Ridley's going to come out, and then and it's just like mm, they're probably going to be like You're Damon Lindelof, and and it's going to be a picture of him, and it's be like he's making some shit. All right, you know that's what that's what it'll probably be. I I hope I'm wrong though. I could be wrong, and I hope I am, but I wouldn't. I, I'm not expecting um so much from it, but you know. But I'll be able to cover it better from here than there. Be honest. That's the truth. And be I, honest. I, 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 yeah. I definitely appreciate the James Gunn five-minute video approach to just announcing all your shit and getting it over with. Like, mm. Five minutes, whether you like it or not. Fucking five, yeah. thank God. Versus that, that like these hour-long presentations, you know, where you're just like waiting to hear, what are they going to do? And they don't do anything until the very end or they spread it out, you know? Yeah. I read it. I was like, I was pretty uh, about it. Uh, as it's true, you're going to celebration, though, right? Yes, I, I'll be, be there. there every day. All right. Whenever you see Bestman Bulletin, I want you to like go Bestman and like put up your hand like you're going to give him five, and then just like put your hand in your hair and walk <laughs> past him every single time. Okay, please. It'd mean a lot if sure. you could do that for us. I, I, I'm would... really hoping there isn't going to be like, well, I want <laughs> new game announcements, but I also don't want them to be. There Premature. because I'm gonna be there. <laughs> Best oh, gives him a wedgie. How, how, how am I gonna make a video <laughs> out of it? So, yeah, I might just have to like record it in the moment or something like that. Uh, just, yeah. just record the wedgie he gives you right afterward. Teaches you, <laughs> dumps you in the fountain. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, good, good old classic '80s style. Teach him a lesson. And, and thank you again, Topic Podcast Network, for the for the super chat, man. I appreciate it, dude. And um. I, and, and Meg, Meg, will Lando, Meg asks, will Lando ever go into production? There is no, in terms of just like nothing on the inside, just looking at it from an, from an industry perspective, there is absolutely zero signs that it's going to happen looking at what Donald Glover has going on. I don't have all of my, my eyes dotted and my T's crossed on that, on his schedule right now. But last time we looked into it, which was like two weeks ago, it didn't look good. It didn't look very reasonable to expect it with Donald Glover's involvement at all. And I don't know if they're interested in doing a Lando series without Donald Glover. Um, Billy D. Williams, I don't think is in a state in his, in his age to carry a, a series. So I think it's, it's all going to hinge on Donald Glover or new Lando and Donald Glover likes to be very involved in the things that he makes and produces and he's usually a writer on that stuff, and so I don't see, I just I just don't see it happening unless he's like already has like a draft already written, and he's like slowly like you know oh I'm tired of working on this project I'm gonna go and do revise my script for Lando a little bit, and he's just been chipping away at it, which I doubt is the case considering how many shows he had come out for Amen. I think it was Amazon Prime, and lot. he's gonna be hypno hustler so. Can't let that get in the way. Yeah, yeah he has to, he's taking. I think, and I think I heard he was. If I remember right, he's taking like a year to do music. Of like for, I think he's going to do like a, another album. I think well, that'll scare that, Alex Jones. He's recording know? the album now, <laughs> and then, you know, classically, yeah. if you do an album, you do a tour. So, but I also I also think that like when you you know I I haven't toured like Donald Glover obviously. But in the touring that I've done, I could definitely see getting a lot of writing done while you're just traveling with nothing to do, especially if you're comfortable. 
And so, so maybe in like two years, <laughs> I would say I'm not expecting, I'm expecting it at any given day without any more news, it to be two years away. I, I think it will eventually happen, but I think it's You're very kind, more. Jason. That's, well, I'm going to tear it up. It's never happening. Like you don't, you don't, you don't think that that Donald Glover wants wants to do a Lando series just for the fucking exposure of it in terms of his TV writing side. No. To get more, uh, I, no. I, I I think that I think that that strengthens his wheelhouse a lot for future deals. Let me he, tell you something how this works. If you want to do something, you get it done. You don't you don't put it back on the fifth or sixth seventh thing to do. Then then you you yeah you'd like to. It's kind of fun, but. That's how things work, and in, in this industry, man, it's a go. It's things are go or no go, and it's hard to get a go project. And if you got a go project, you make a go. Otherwise, you're busy doing other stuff. Mm-hmm. That's it. But but also, if he makes a deal with them that he's going to do Lando, and he's going to do it in seven years, within five years or seven, seven whatever happens years. to me. <laughs> oh well, you, but you have to understand, Rob. He he signed a deal before Lando. For five shows, I think it was. This is it's it's about five shows. It could be it could be four, but I think it was five shows. Yeah, but those are options. Everyone likes people. people love getting he, option deals. They don't J. like J. having to actually Abram. do the work. Like, he makes like his shit. <laughs> no, but the, the difference is that Donald Glover makes his shit. Yeah, but he makes his shit with no approvals with fucking Star Wars. Mm-hmm. It's a million approvals and marketing people and sign offs and all this sort of stuff. So you know, get an option. Put that money on the table and then uh, sit around. And if you're going to do it, you get inspired. Fine. If not, whatever. I'm telling you right yeah. now, it's never going to happen. I he, he, I'm not saying he I may not appear will. as Lando one day. I could see him appearing no. as Lando one day. But him putting together a Lando series, not going to happen. Unless someone else takes it over and and he's starring. But I, him doing it, yeah. it's not happening. That Well, that's I, I think somebody else taking it over at some point is, is like, I mean, when you get down to it. Star Wars only has a handful of titular characters. You know what I mean? Characters that could really like like Macquarie like talked Harry, about this. Hold on, series, Macquar- though. I, I can yeah, point you Macquarie's to the exact a com- fucking bitch, and I'm gonna fucking take him down. Yeah, oh, I doubt oh, that. So like, <laughs> I thought you meant Ralph Macquarie. The old You're gonna have to guy. catch him. He's the in an airplane all the dead. time. No, the old yeah. dead guy, Ralph. Oh, the old. I thought you meant him. Sorry, different <laughs> oh, guy. Different Jason's fighting with corpses again. Like I warned you about the last time he did that. So. <laughs> Look, in the uh, there's an interview he did back in 2008 or nine. Uh, yeah. Jeff Goldsmith re- reposted a year ago. It's the Valkyrie Q and A. If you go to the Q and A with Jeff Goldsmith podcast, Valkyrie, go look it up. But he was talking. It's about the whole period in between Way of the Gun and Valkyrie and what his life was like and whatever. And it was trying to get projects made. And at the end of the day, it comes down to this: projects don't get made without a director. Yeah, you can have an actor attached, but then you still need a director. No one wants to touch anything if a director ain't attached. And the same thing with the show. You need a showrunner. It's like someone who's putting the whole thing together. And this guy, and he can say he wants to do it. Otherwise, it would have been done by now. It would have been set up if you wanted to do it. This isn't, this isn't, this is, this is, this is, you don't, the turnover is too high. You you can say, oh, these people well, like me. Hold but, on, one sec, one sec. Let me do one thing. Look at how many shows they put out. There wasn't yeah, look how room. many times those shows have changed hands behind the scenes, and someone's over, but then they're not over here, and blah blah yeah. blah blah blah. But what like, I'm saying is there was there wasn't actually any room for Lando on the docket until 2024. There's just yeah, no way. 
no if, space. If he, okay, so you you really think that whole thing's written right no, now? Like you know, no, no, and I don't think he has even I, a basis um, of it. I don't. I don't know that that we don't know. Usually, no, I'm just betting. Like no, fuck. well, well, usually the Kathleen Kennedy way of of approving a project to you know move forward is 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 a general pitch and um i i don't i don't want to go too you know anti anti corporate where i'm just like yeah it was all stats about lando and infiltration and markets i i don't think that's how it happened probably and so yeah, i don't know i mean like like in my opinion they agreed to do a lando show down the road and lucasfilm was like oh shit nothing is coming nothing is well, coming to fruition i think they they announced that lando show well earlier than they meant to so like everything early, they, they do they didn't like, even tell us glover was involved sure. that's that's how early they fucking because they because they couldn't actually do it they weren't allowed well, i'm willing to bet we'll see ryan johnson direct something star wars whether it's an episode of something mm-hmm. before we'll see this lando project this, poker this face is really good poker face yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really good. good. But he's paying for those reviews and stuff. Like, that's what oh. they're, they're saying. Because like, we're all shilled. Jason pays for his, his the leaks, Avatar so. box office to be fakes, <laughs> and Ryan's paying to have good reviews. Yeah. Like, oh, it's all one big conspiracy. You could just yeah. watch the show and be like, actually, you know, it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah but they, do, they, they say they watch it for like five minutes and then say, oh, it's as bad as Last Jedi, and then they turn it off. Oh, weird. I, I couldn't think of anything further from the Last Jedi, whether I, whether you love Last Jedi or not. Like it's not one of those shows where I would go, "You love Last Jedi, therefore you love Poker Face." In fact, I'd say no. Actually, they just hate everything he he touches. Yeah, like they, because they he, he ruined Luke to them because he's a fucking libtard. That's why. <laughs> um, the Topic Network says, uh, "Oh, thank you for the for the super chat." By the way, another super chat from Topic Network to ten bucks. Let's bet. What is everyone's over under on Obeyed Chinoy and Lindelof on stage in 65 days? Announcing um, 9, 10. Oh, it's, and it's not 10 through 12. Um, 12, 13, 14, 15. I'm 100% serious. I want pizza bets. Do it, you uh, cowards. Uh, <laughs> laugh out loud. Love you guys. So I'd say absolutely zero chance of it being episode 10 onward. But at the same time, there comes a point where when you move away from Luke Skywalker and you move away from Han and Leia, the, the further you get out from that, the further, the, the, the less it becomes episode 10, right? So I think that it's, that it will in essence be that, but it's going to be something else set in the aftermath of that. So I think spiritually it will be episode 10, but not really, <laughs> but it's not episode 10. And, and when they launched the, sequel trilogy they did a marketing bullshitty thing came up with skywalker saga it's one of their first things to start showing up on the website when you held your mouse over episode one one through six back then and then they added seven and then it said skywalker saga and so 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 they have that idea planned now now the, the whole thing that it i don't think they will do in this era under kennedy or in this current marketing um round of people but we will get an episode one again, but it won't be episode one of the Skywalker saga. It will be episode one of the Rob saga of the of the as a true saga, something like that. You know, it'll probably eventually something like that will, will happen just to keep it all straight. Um, maybe. 
But anyways, um, he asked about the, the Obey Chinoy and Lindelof on stage in 65 days. I think I think that is actually very likely to happen. That they would be on stage to announce them, though. That that the, because they will be filming. Um, there they will be the producers will be getting everything ready there d- down at, at at the studio in the UK at that time. So they'll likely be around. So it's it's way more possible for them to show up than if they were filming it here. If they were filming it here, I'd say that they're not going to do it that close to production. But since they're already in the country, I think it's possible. Yeah, I think it's more likely that they'll call it something like Fallen Republic or, or Dark Republic Episode 1 if they wanted to go that way. Like, like mm-hmm. you, they can give it a different sub-moniker. You know Great. what I mean? Like, but they better sooner than later because they can't. How do I say this? Like, if you have a sequel to a new series, but it's not ten or eleven, then you're never going to end this. So you got to you got to give it a different subheading, and and then give it a numer- numerical stuff under that subheading to get people to, you know what I mean? Like to fucking understand and move well, past. Otherwise, you're every time you, you announce the next one, they're going, well, is this going to go to ten? Is this going to go to eleven and twelve? Like you're just, I don't think they have any any gumption to make a ten through twelve anytime soon. Well, they stopped with the episode numbers originally because once they started getting seven, eight, nine, it starts to feel a little bit like the old Rocky joke. You know, Rocky 15, Rocky 16, Rocky 17, this time Rocky fights Alzheimer's, stuff like that. They were like, they didn't want those high numbers. It's not, it doesn't say accessible. It doesn't say, hey, come hop in. It's like, you ever look at like an anime series and you're like, oh, they literally made... 900 episodes of one piece i'm good or whatever it is you know i'm not right gonna, i'm not gonna jump into that like like they don't want that to happen so that's why they drop the episode monitors um from, sure from but they could also be the ones to bring it back and be the only one in town doing an episode num- numerical and then that would differentiate yeah. their shit from everyone else because when they start to just go with subtitles then you know it can fall into like the, the the marvel side of things where oh it's star wars you know hyperspace mania like it just you don't you know like what does that mean what what is it a part of kind of thing well I, yeah i i tried to i tried to watch um um bespin kept bothering me i mean this in a fun way about um how i need to watch fast and the furious and i i tried i watched like the fourth one first then I watched like the first one. Then I think I accidentally watched the third one. I'm like, this is just so because the titles are so stupid. Um, Fast and the Furious would be great if it was Fast and the Furious episode one. I, I could just be like, okay, I could follow this. But um, yeah, and and when you don't really care a lot, you're not really like in it, you know. It, it's kind of it's kind of hard to, to to get into it. But I think in a, the dumbest of ways. If they did do that, if they did say, like, it's not called this, it's called the Blank Saga, whatever it happens to be, I think a lot of people would would maybe drop, would see it as something slightly different and drop some of the old fights. Some of the old, like, there's some people that are going to still be fighting the fucking last Jedi culture war because it's in the sequel trilogy era. And I think if, if they name it something different, I think it, the marketing of that alone would just sort of help. Those people will probably be dumb anyway, though, so it probably doesn't matter. But, you know, I think it would help that first. It's, it's tough because, like, I see some people genuinely have... I've, I've actually started to see a few people saying, like, in my comments, my videos, I've yeah. been done with Star Wars since, like, The Mandalorian's the thing that took me off, and, I, and I'm done with Star Wars. But then I'm like, you're literally commenting on, like, 
a new Star Wars game saying how much you hate every like it's it, like one of them said oh I stopped watching Mandalorian but I hate like Andor and I'm like so you stop but you hate something you've not watched sort of thing oh no they don't like everything it's doomed like whatever <laughs> and, then, and then there's people that watch everything but hate, have hate watched everything since Last Jedi so yeah. these people play so, and love every Nintendo game, every one of them, right? If it has Nintendo on it, they lo- they buy it and they love it. And if they don't like one of it, Nintendo's doomed, right? That's how it works. Sure. Yeah. I, I saw people in the ch- uh, the chat of this stream like yesterday saying Last Jedi's a failure, Ma- uh, Andor's a failure, and I'm like, in what? No. Like you have a really bad definition of a failure then, because like it, it wasn't, it isn't. Um, yeah. Well, because they like, just want to manifest shit failure. as a true. They they like to say things, and if they keep saying it, they they think it's true. Mm-hmm. You know, this this is nothing. Come on, man! Like, how many you've been you've been on? You know, look how long I've been on here. The day I told everyone I liked the Avatar, you know what I mean? Like, keep saying what you want to happen. That doesn't mean anything. Like, you know, it doesn't. It, I, I I for the love of God. I've been wanting Michael Bay to make a Hot Wheels movie since the early 2000s. <laughs> I'm like, or MotorStorm. I think this shit's right up. It's never going to happen. You know? Nick's, and as Nick's much so- as I complain about Transformers, they keep making those fucking movies. You know? Like, no because people yeah. like me go <laughs> on the day it comes out and enjoy Yeah, you, it and you love the trailer. You go on the day and then you go, well, it could have been worse. Like, <laughs> 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 and they make another one. <laughs> Nick says, let's all agree Fast and the Furious 2 is the greatest film ever to be made. You're right, Ka. Isn't that what he says in that one? Anyways, uh, yeah, Paul Walker says Ka. It's like, what? <laughs> Anyways, uh, Ooh, yeah. Too soon, uh, Jason. Oh, Paul Walker. Too, come too on. Too soon. Too soon. He should have lived up to He should have walked. He looked more like he looked more like <laughs> Anakin than I thought. He looked more. I thought he was more Anakin than the dude we got. They're the same fucking person. I don't no, know what you're even talking no, about. No, they're not. The no, they're not. looking white boys who get more ass than all of us combined will ever get in one day, and they uh, can't act for shit. That's just the truth. At no, one not. can act better than the other. Paul Walker, <laughs> Paul, Paul Walker and Hayden Christensen are... One can act better than the other. They're clones. They're, they're exactly, <laughs> I, I, you're being generous, I think. Um, I'm in a so, generous mood. No, uh, um... But uh, yeah, so anyways, to go back to the to the thing, I do think that we will likely see them at Celebration because they will be in the UK at that time. The only thing that goes against it is what are they actually doing in terms of prep work at that time for that for that series? There could be a chance that they can't make it out there because of that. Um, in which case, I think it would be a video. Hey, Star Wars Celebration, it's me. David Linda Lost. Remember Lost? I made that. You know, if you like Prometheus, I made that too. And um, it'll probably be for something like that. If they got but, George to do a like a 30 second video for 20th anniversary of uh, Phantom Menace, mm-hmm. um, that's, it's going to be fine. Like, he even had to do a cut in the middle of it or like towards the start. I remember. Like, it was just, it just, he was moved in a different position. I was like, oh, he, <laughs> he didn't know what to say. But. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like the Return of the Jedi anniversary, and Richard Marquand's not around, so there's not too many people who can necessarily be the classic person for that. But I also don't see like Lucas going to the UK unless he's already going to be there for some reason. That um, yeah, we're getting that that uh, museum ready. 
but I think the museum has been delayed until like 2025 it, now. Yeah, it has. Yeah, I remember when, because um, it originally was like 2020, and I was like, this was before COVID, so I was like, oh, I can't wait to go. Like, I'm going to go on holiday there. Then it ended up being like 2021, 2022, 2023, and now it's like 2025. But like when that opens, I'm sure it'll it'll be fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's not far from me, so I'm ex- I'm excited about it. Um, topic podcast, another super chat says the next saga, the next trilogy, um, two major draws for the audience. Um, can a non, can a non Skywalker saga <coughs> succeed and damn opening crawl. So a good movies, a good movie, man. If it's a mm-hmm. good movie, everyone will tell everyone it's a great movie and then everyone will go see it. That's it. You make a captivating cinematic experience. People are going to go see it. That's it. We've seen that this, this year with like Top Gun. And yeah things like that yeah like that i'm telling you jason the, the, all this chatter about what people hate it didn't stop fucking you know thor love and thunder making more money than the last thor movie didn't stop dr strange still making 950 million dollars like it's just chatter it doesn't actually translate to dollars a box office to be successful if it's freaking amazing people will go people still want to go see star wars in a movie theater if it's an amazing experience, then people will go see it. Will they be there the first night? No. Maybe maybe there's burnout. Maybe there isn't. I don't know if it's poorly marketed. But then you can still have, you know, like have a dirt could open up to 130 million and still end up at two billion five weeks later. Same same with Star Wars, you know? So I actually would prefer it being more low-key that builds an audience than heavily relying on a character you know, like a Kenobi or something, to get everyone in they want, and then people be let down because it didn't, you know, fulfill whatever imaginary theory they had. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I I think uh, with with the Star Wars films being every other year, then being is that biannual bi- biannual films? Does biannual yeah. mean? It, like, yeah, that would be one every two years, not two films. Yeah. yeah. So making sure I got that right. So with with that right there, I think that the films will be marketed better. People will will get it. There will, will be more TLC in that like like launch. And a Star Wars film has Star Wars and a lot going for it. Um, I think when you, were, when you were saying that, I thought of like so many it. movies don't make money that are good though. But I think Star Wars is outside of that. Sorry, what were we gonna say? I think this break. Like even though it's not what we want, and you know, COVID was an issue, and then the directors and stuff like that, this is probably mm-hmm. going to help it because people are waiting for it. Like, I, I see some people like they're burned out with all these shows, but like they're so different. I know some people just treat Star Wars as like it's the same thing all the time, but like we we've said plenty of times on the show, Andor is so different to like say Mando, but yeah. the film's going to be so different to those, and people just t- like oh, I've not been to a cinema to see star wars in like it'll be four five years right yeah which is a long like considering we had one every year for five years like it's starting to feel like we're we're over halfway there so we we are going to get there and it'll, it'll it'll be good people will be waiting for it yeah i i think i think when the films start coming out again they won't be just disney plus in the theater and that right there, I think, is going to be good for the whole thing. I think the whole thing is going to feel so much healthier at that point because, for instance, when you get down to it, within like you know two years' time, 
you you got Mando and Andor and Kenobi and Boba and some of the shows you love, some of them you might not have. Some of them were keepers and some of them were stinkers. But it's but it becomes more okay. Like like it's okay to take a risk making Kenobi that way because uh, it was just on Disney Plus and we have all this other stuff going on. You know what I mean? And then like Andor too. Andor was grown up well, Star Wars and and that does not make my kids happy. My kids don't want to watch Andor Star Wars. They they watch it like in 15 so minutes. So glad they're not in charge of programming, huh, Jason? Yeah. No, but it, but but it's for it's for your old fucking ass and I want you taken care of too. And by by putting films back in the theaters, it allows them to do shit for the old stinkers such as yourself and the little stinkers such as them. And then I think I'm, the better I example up, I love it all. A good mm-hmm. example is recently is Puss in Boots, you know, like yeah, that was no great. people were so burnt out on that whole, you know, Shrek I hate know, Shrek. Thing. Hey, yeah, but they were burnt out all those DreamWorks me? movies. But then the word that? of mouth, it, you know, it it gets very little fanfare when it releases, but then word of mouth picks everything back up, you know, so every time I tell someone around Azatru's age I hate Shrek, they're like, "Fuck you, bud." Like like they really get like like and I'm just like, yeah. "Shrek, what?" What? That's yeah. what we're nostalgic for now? No. I, I, I'm not a fan of Shrek, but my experience at the Shrek 2 radio, uh, local radio premiere is one of my all-time favorite moments in life. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I went with my uncle, who's super, super big. He's a big dude. He's a big fat dude. You know? Yeah. Proud of it. And, uh, you know, when these radio premieres, when you go into a, the theater, always look under your seat because they sometimes they have, like, stickers or markers. They give away stuff. My uncle yeah. knows this trick. It's the oldest trick in the book. So he he definitely found the seat with the thing, and you know, <laughs> and so they they had this thing where they were giving away a year supply of Baskin Robbins ice cream, right? And he stands up, and the whole theater booed him. It's like he's a big, he's a big fat. And my uncle was like, "Ah, shut up!" And got his fucking ice cream. And we all had ice cream afterward. We went out, tied Baskin Robbins. Like first act of that new Wilson Boots Boots movie is so strong. I mean, it's it's seriously one of the strongest first acts in a movie I've seen in years. That's just like. The kinetic energy it's just moving and it's witty it's, it's surprisingly good i hate to say it, i thought like i put it on thinking it was gonna be some like diarrhea and i was like yeah you know penny will get bored and fall asleep i'll get to go play video games that's like literally what i thought when i rented it and then we sat there and we're like oh this is really good <laughs> i watched like the yeah whole it's movie. it's fantastic i just don't understand why they drop the frame rates down during the action like it's so weird like going mm. Giving the Spider Verse like lower frame rate oh, that, that, when, like, during that, the like, action, style? then it looked cool. But no, it's not that way the whole movie. It's only during action sequences. Yeah, yeah. It, no, so it's, like it's a, super like, like a style though. It's like a yeah, style, but it like, goes like, in and out of it, man. Like it's I yeah. don't understand it. Like do the whole movie that way or don't. But in and out, yeah. I don't want variable frame. I'm not. It a was fan the heat of, of battle, friend. The heat of mm, battle. Not a fan. Uh, of topic po- podcast. Another two dollars super chat. Simpler bet. Will a trilogy be announced? Yes or no. I say no. no. A series will be announced. It will be something just like they did with the Benioff and Weiss. Was that? Wait, yeah, those are the Game of Thrones guys, right? Yeah. Um, that their their trilogy quote trilogy was. It's a new series of films, and if with when we're basically promising you two, and if the first one is successful, then we'll definitely continue on and make more. 
And so they were promising you two films and even without success on that one. I don't know if in uh, post-pandemic, if they will be promising extra films even without success. I think it was a different time back when, you know, movies uh, still made a lot of money almost no matter what in comparison to what they can do now. Or, I mean, like now you could have a real big runaway hit, but not everything is making what it did before the pandemic. So in my opinion, they announced uh, of, of the first in a series if it's if it's successful. And so I expect the first film to stand alone on its own merits almost no matter what, but leave open the possibilities for more. And then if it bombs, then it becomes the further adventures of Kira in the Marvel comics fodder <laughs> stuff is what I think that would be its fate. But I do, but I, I'm with as true in the sense that I think that they've created artificial or not even artificial actual scarcity of star Wars in the theater. And we, we want to see it. I mean, rogue one, I, I'm not trying to make it sound like the rogue one re-release for that weekend or whatever was like a runaway thing. But it generally like was like fairly sold out every single time. I think it said something about the fan base still being there, still wanting to go to the theater. And R Rogue One, while it did make like a bajillion dollars, it still wasn't like the biggest. Uh, I, don't, I wouldn't call Rogue One like a cultural like landmark in Star Wars history. When it came out, it was sort of just like on that forward momentum of The Force Awakens, I think. But it still did pretty well enough that it actually got a second re release before Andor. But I then think, we didn't see it and, 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 and or profit from that, did we? <laughs> I, I, yeah, I think when it came out, it I can't remember the exact number, but over a billion. I was like that I was expecting that, but also a bit surprised. Like, oh that's that's really, really good. But then they t people <laughs> twisted the goal changed the goalpost where Last Jedi is a failure. Even yeah. though and it's like, well the whole Everyone's got like this de weird definition of a failure. It's like, did it make a profit? Yes. Did it review well? Yes. So how is it a failure? And it's like none of the Star Wars. I mean, even Solo, it did the really bad compared to all of the others. But mm -hmm. it's not. It wasn't like it didn't lose loads of money, right? Like completely lost loads of money or it basically broke even oh like, no it lost money they reshot oh, that no, no. film yeah, that, that, like, anytime you reshot the film your best case scenario unless it's a two billion dollar film um <clears throat> you uh you're breaking even at best well it, it's it's not it's, it's it's not they didn't refilm as they they probably i'm just gonna throw it out there and say if they refilmed the speaking close-up shots and then a few they had to redo the ornamental set and that's why it looks or sorry the kessel set uh no yeah spice Mines of kessel yeah that that's why it looks like a tv set because they were like mm, <laughs> it's way cheaper and um so yeah they they refilmed a lot of it, it basically was was rogue one in a weird way was the problem with solo rogue one said go in and trash it and remake it you know for the most part and spend more money on it you, you'll profit from it and that's not always true. wasn't true for Solo. And then Rogue One made a billion dollars. Even if Solo doesn't make a billion, it's be bringing in like seven hundred fifty million. That's what they thought. Nope. <laughs> no, it's nope. not. And uh, so, so yeah, that's they got they got um, Iger got greedy. The eye of the Iger got got greedy. I also think it was like the era, like the Solo didn't have like a lot. Of, it didn't have the rebels and much of the empire and whereas rogue one was it was like 50 50 yeah. and 
Like, I, I've seen some absolutely insane comments today. Lego Star Wars fans mm-hmm. saying how the Empire is the greatest thing ever, and like they they've replaced all of the um in all of the minifigs, they replace all of the human faces with just plain blackheads saying none of the like we don't like human people underneath like we're we're team empire like empire is the best they did nothing right and i'm like it's and it it just kept going i was like this isn't a joke like these i click on their profiles to get are they really joking and i'm like the stuff they're commenting on other stuff like real life political i'm like no these people genuinely do believe the empire is like the good guys in all of this i'm like these this is scary like the these I, I don't know what, <laughs> what <it's called. laughs> this is like. These, these people are cowards, Donnie. Don't worry. Right? Like, <laughs> no, I wouldn't fear these people. These are chicken shit cowards. They ain't going to do nothing with their lives. They're just going to sit around complaining about and trolling people on the internet. They're, they're fucking losers. Don't worry about them. Yeah. My, right. my, like, like whenever I play like a video game and stuff, like you go back to the Star Wars Galaxy, it's like everyone's like, are you going to be on the rebel side or the Imperial side? It's cool to like get your like stormtrooper costumes and stuff, maybe, you know, maybe you could do that. I'm like, it's a lot more fun to blow up at it. It's a lot more fun to attack the cool looking stuff, you know, that you're looking at it instead of being it. But it's mm-hmm. weird how you would internalize that. Um, I, I always, when I was playing Battlefront at the originals, I would always like play as the rebellion, like recreating like the Battle of Endor and stuff. Cause like I thought I was like, even one of the soldiers or Han Solo, like, I was killing the cool stormtroopers. Like, yeah, I'm defeating the I'm defeating the Empire, not yeah. the other way around. I'm slaughtering the rebels, and I'm trying to change history, sort of thing. Like, yeah, stormtroopers can be cool to play as, but like, seeing just killing them is like it, it's good. Well, like in like Fallen Order, you could take Fallen Order is one of the times you get to drive an ad at in, in a way. You're like, you know, you're you're, you're in the Walker, and like. What's I mean when I think back to like graphics aside and stuff like that, it's a lot more fun in Shadows of the Empire getting at a snowspeeder and, and and tripping the walker with the with the tow cable than like just being like, yeah, like in Lego Star Wars that was one of the best things like to do like taking mm-hmm. out the ATATs and it does yeah. feel like seeing it from that perspective like you're in the like you're taking part in the battles in the film on the rebel side has always been how I've enjoyed playing games. Like even like I, I think yeah, Lego Star Wars Two was my first one, so I was always coming at it like, oh, I'm I'm Luke and I'm blowing up the Death Star, like or doing the Battle of Endor. And I really like doing that. Um, topic Podcast Network Super Chat says, will the main theme intro crawl return in a film? So two things about that. Number one, I don't think it's been decided. It wasn't in Rogue One. It wasn't in Solo: A Star Wars Story. But you want to know something? It was in Kenobi. When when Kenobi was going to be a film, it had an opening crawl. It was it was it was worked on, and uh, I, I had a, a buddy at Lucasfilm confirm that to me one hundred percent. I do feel like that would fit Kenobi. Kenobi way more than the other two, though, because how mm-hmm. it's literally focused on the character that's in so much of the Skywalker saga, um, and it's connecting both the trilogies. Whereas yeah. Rogue One's like right at the end, uh, right at the start of the original trilogy, and uh, Solo is like just it feels like it's in this weird like so, space. Somehow Larry returned, right? First line, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I I think that it. 
I think the opening crawl, though, should only be there if you are going to play with that Republic serial kind of like vibe and that that whole spirit of adventure. If you're going to go with that, then do it. But like when I think of like Andor having an opening crawl, I'm like, oh, no, not at all. It doesn't make any sense. No, it's not the, the right vibe. So I'm not I'm not for it just to like do it. You know, I, I say don't. But in terms of what Kenobi was going to be the original movie and when it was going to be a trilogy and stuff like that, it was going to have opening crawls and the opening crawls were going to probably eventually inform you about what happened before a little bit. So that way you could get into the second part. And I think that maybe, though, spoke to the nature of Kenobi as a film being serialized. As opposed to Rogue One, that was designed to be a one-off. Solo, that was designed to be a one-off, and um, yeah, stuff like that. But all right, and then so so my so my answer would be uh, I I say it probably won't, unless they're really doing a throwbacky thing, and we don't know anything about it though. So so you could you know you, but you could look at Lindelof, you could look at the, at the director and stuff, and I just feel like it's not going to go that way. Like, it's not going to go back to the Republic serial thing. I don't even think, I don't know how you sell that Star Wars to people that you're trying to sell Zack Snyder stuff to at the same time. Like, that's why they got what's his name to write nine. Like, they were trying to sell it to those people too. And um, so, uh, yeah, and the Marvel model, um, not really trilogies anymore. Hey, as long as the, the saga opening and saga fill, imagine if they announce, and yes, we will be calling them episodes. Yeah, that's that's the whole that's the whole weird thing with Star Wars though is like when Marvel does something like Iron Man has like a whole embedded fan base. It's like Iron Man's underappreciated. He's my favorite character. You know, Captain America. I've been reading him since I was four years old. He's my favorite. So whenever they do these like solo standalone films, they they kind of have like a little bit of like an Easter uh, Easter egg. That's not what I meant to say. They have a, like a, like a little bit of like it's like a little audience that they could like grow a little bit of a fan base to begin, begin to exploit and build out. You know, Ant Man even and stuff like that. Like it, twenty years ago, if you told me to make an Ant Man movie, they'd be like, "You're fucking high." They would make the Jason, Adam first. They made three Ant Man films before a Batman trilogy. Yeah, yeah. Think yeah. about that. Yeah. No. Exactly. <laughs> no. And, and <laughs> yeah. But um, but 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 where I'm going with that is that like with Star Wars, for some reason they really struggle with getting like Lando to to have that kind of like like autonomy. It just doesn't for some reason. Solo, everyone's like it's all the same thing. It, everybody wants it always to be connected. Like I I don't know I could be wrong, but like when like when an Ant Man movie's coming out, is everybody always asking how Doctor Strange is going to show up in it, or yes. do they not do that? Do, do they do that too? Yeah. Okay, yeah. but it's like it's like Star Wars can't get away from it, and that's what like people have like a hard time um, enjoying these other things for what they are. And Marvel has a huge I think advantage in like being all from one era, whereas Star Wars is a family story. And it originated as a family story and therefore takes place in multiple eras of time, Godfather style. And uh, I think that that's what makes Star Wars so much more difficult to market and to connect in the way that that Marvel does. So it's so it's never a one to one. There's always things to learn from Marvel. But here's the comedy of it. I told the story yesterday on the show. Was it yesterday I did, did, did a show? Um, I When I met with somebody from uh, from Disney 
They were a Marvel person who was representing Lucasfilm because they handled all of the marketing for, for Star Wars. The sequel trilogy was ostensibly marketed by the Marvel people. So when people go, why does Marvel do it this way and Lucasfilm doesn't? It's literally like the same people. Yeah, but they're not talking about the posters and the marketing. What they're talking about is one continuous story that links in. And what you had was an episode seven and then a Rogue One that takes place before episode four. And then you had an episode eight and then you had a solo that takes place before episode. It's jumping around. It's not mm-hmm. continually linked and it throws people off, man. Like, yeah, like, it's not that fucking hard, though. I know it, but people are fucking stupid, dude. You know, like, I, I, but, but look at look I, what Endor did. If did, Avatar did, two took place before Avatar one, it, 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 I'm telling you, it's not good, man. Like, but re- remember what remember what Andor did? A B Y. TV did shows it? are different. I'm talking about movies. No, like no, no. I'm saying, I'm saying. They oh, forget. Just, I, yeah, I don't. No, no, you know. and that wasn't the answer either. Because I guarantee you, no one who didn't <laughs> know what that already meant, no one's paused it and got on their phone and. What does ABY mean? You know, nobody did that. That wasn't a thing. So it's like it's like it, it needs to be like you know there there needs to be text and or some way uh, an opening crawl. That, you know, <laughs> an opening crawl. I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, I mean, it, it can literally. I mean, you don't you need to write ABY. You could just write, you know, five years before the destruction of the first Death Star. How about we just oh, use okay. the titles of the fucking films? Like, why give them subtitles if you don't go a hey, five years before A New Hope, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> six months before Empire Strikes Back. Like, no one knows the names of the fucking battles. They know the names of the movies. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like, that's the easiest. Three years before The Mandalorian, you know, mm-hmm. uh, chapter 12, if you want to be specific. You know? <laughs> <You're> well, right. <laughs> I, I would say I would say on on Disney Plus, they could make like a little like line and, and it could say where everything roughly takes place like so that way you could just see it there because like, i think if i was to go buy a book today and i was to open up to the first page it would probably tell me this book the 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 backsplash of the empire uh that takes place six months or six years before the phantom minute whatever happens to be yeah i'm and pretty like, sure like, a lot of the books do have like a timeline at the start yeah, so like, how hard would it be for them on the app that they own just to make that a little thing, and then you could kind of see like, oh, season two of The Mandalorian is uh, <coughs> six months after whatever, you know, one year. Why after. trying to give us COVID, Jason? He's like, you know, that, that's code for. I, I've, I've been, been ill for like the long. last two weeks. I'm finally getting over it. But did yeah. you have COVID? It's, it's been, no, no, it's just okay. been really cold. Um, I haven't like left the house. Um, yeah. it's just been really cold over here. So that's why I'm wearing yeah. my mask. <laughs> No, uh, mm-hmm. I. What was weird was I had COVID, at got it at Christmas time, and I didn't have a cough when I had COVID. Really, I had like a runny nose and all that jazz, and like I coughed like the first day. Then all during me the, during like the sick part, I didn't have a cough, and then I have like like this lingering cough after. <laughs> it's like what is this? This doesn't even make sense. Like usually you have to have a cough to have a lingering cough, but not with this crap. But anyways, um. Topic Network says, let me know if I'm way off. Just old-fashioned. This is a super chat from Topic Network. Thank you again for the support, bud. Um, just old. Let me know if I'm way off or just old-fashioned. But sitting down in the theater, Star Wars main theme starts up. Opening crawl is at the core of Star Wars' DNA. So if you, my, theory of, my theory about that 
is if you do that, it comes with all of these certain expectations. Like if yeah, like Rogue making one, a good fucking movie. Like no, 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 I, no. <laughs> Rogue. We all agree Rogue One's a pretty good movie, a pretty good popcorn Star Wars film for what it is, right? I think sure. And but if you put the Star Wars theme and the opening crawl in it, that movie tonally, I think, is at odds with it. I, I don't think it. I don't think it would. The, the, I don't think it feels right going going into it. it. Doesn't it? Doesn't have like. It just yeah. I don't think. Yeah, it's but a what good they're making they're isn't a standalone one-off thing. They're trying to set up a new series of films. Mm-hmm. And let's be honest. As much as Rogue One's my second or third favorite Star Wars film of all time. Okay. But they need to just stick to the theatrical thing being a continued story and not do a movie that does this story and a movie that does that. Story. Do the different stories on the Disney Plus, mm-hmm. right? We're in a different world now. And whatever people go to the theater, the next one is the sequel to the last movie they made. Like, for, for a few films to give people a I, continuing reason to go. Like, that's... I think they're with you on that. Um, because the, the Lindelof series and Rogue Squadron... Both were post episode nine stories, and it it wasn't an either or. It was supposed to be Rogue Squadron and then Lindelof, and Rogue Squadron fell fell apart, and then the Lindelof thing became the first one, and and I also think that uh, the it was the same thing with um, I think it was the same thing with um, Taika Waititi's movie. I think it was also a post episode nine film, but. That was never super clear. Everything looked like like all ancient in the stuff, which made people think it was a throwback. I I kept getting told just think of Ben Hur. That's a Ben Hur homage, and and in the context of what I was asking when I was told that every single time, made me think his movie was about slaves revolting, and the era was utterly it was was inconsequential. So, anyways, I think all of these m- movies were gonna are gonna take place in that same era. I, I think that is probably what's going on. That's slightly informed speculation, is what I would call it. Like I'm not promising you I don't know that 100 percent But I'm pretty fucking sure. <laughs> I would bet on it though. You know what I mean? I would if we were just taking bets, I would bet um all three of those films with only one of them actually happening. Um is was um was or post episode nine all of them were and then i have a feeling that they will end up moving those events up in the timeline so i still wouldn't be wouldn't be surprised if rogue squadron shows up in a film and those ideas are sort of reworked that they were playing with in that timeline in that era because that's what that lucasfilm story group slash writers room was about that wasn't about Lindelof. When you have Lindelof and a co-writer, that's all you need, bud. That's it. You're good. Like you got a movie. You got you got a stew. You want a stew? You got a stew. You got a stew cooking. And um, all of those cooks. other people. No, all of those other cooks are about the fact that all this other shit is going to be is going to come out with it. It's going to be connected to it, and it's going to be a part of it. So I, I think um, I think that's where we're kind of at. It's sort of like what they did with the High Republic. Um, it doesn't matter if you like it or you don't like it. You can see what they did with it, how how they used a, a team to assemble an era and to put it together. And I wouldn't be surprised if we end up learning that some of that High Republic stuff was sort of like what they did with Shadows of the Empire and the prequels, where Shadows of the Empire was a dry run for how they were going to handle the prequels. I kind of think High Republic might, that might be what's what was happening there. 
But the only thing going against it is the fact that I haven't heard of any High Republic people that were involved in that, like, makeup being involved in this new team. So, but it, but it could just be the model that they used to, to, to move forward on. And hopefully when, when Celebration comes, they do give us a little bit of, like, what's, what's up with that? Like, what, what are they, what is the model, you know? Like, they announced the Lucasfilm story group. They like literally announced that it was a thing, and then yeah, I remember. went up in their ivory tower and were mad that dummies didn't understand what it meant. Now, granted, the the dummies who didn't understand what it meant were making up false stories about what it was in order, and then you just knew that they were just talking out their ass because that's like not even yeah, like. How I mean, it they, works. they still are like they still think like Pablo specifically like is the one like ruining Star Wars and like. Because he posted the other day, like, he keeps being tagged with Bob Iger and Kathleen on Twitter. Like, <laughs> why are you ruining stuff? He's like, yeah, I'm being tagged with Disney CEO and president of Lucasfilm. Like, I'm the one making, like, not not Ryan, not JJ. No, but, like, me. And I can imagine, like, some of the others, like, that don't ha- that have um, not much of a, pre- like, big of a presence. Like, they probably get, like, some insane, like, <laughs> emails off, like, saying, you're, and I'm like, it's 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 crazy. Like I feel the like visual dictionary to... guy <laughs> yeah. is responsible, right? Yeah, apparently, apparently. I don't mean that as a slight against him either. I just mean like it's like, come on. Yeah, it's le- like even Matt Martin gets a lot of hate, even though he mostly just deals with the comics and um, the games. And yeah. Also, I remember Matt, when um, Leland Battle G, Two, like it's, yeah, it's like I remember when Battlefront your, Two got hate, and it was blaming yeah. Pablo, and it was like I didn't even work on Battlefront. Like, I, I'm i in the credits because I'm part of the story. I just I was like, yeah, like, that's what they do. And it's like, I remember they always put uh, special thanks, Kathleen Kennedy, George Lucas at the end of, like, literally everything. So people mm-hmm. seem to think they have a hand in something. Like, they should just rename it Laundry Department so fucking they'll be able to just confuse the fans. They won't know what that is. Like, they call it a story group, so they figure if they don't like the story, they're going to hit them up, and that's not really what the fucking thing's about, so... It's not a writer's room. When, like, uh, w- when when I got into the archive for the Last Jedi, the uh, I I was able to get into the archive of every all of the photos, everything from the Last Jedi before the movie came out. No, Snoke being killed wasn't in there. I had no idea Snoke died. That was my big surprise in that movie. But surprisingly, that you know when they when they board the the Star Destroyer and Finn. And um, Rose and DJ get the Imperial costumes. Mm-hmm. They built the most fucking elaborate laundry room set. Like you would not fucking believe. Like it was beautiful. It, like it had like it worked. It had like all of the the making everything you would need racks with clothes and like washing machines and like all and like I saw I'm like what the fuck is going on in this movie. Like, like, what is this all about? And, like, when you watch the movie, they just kind of, like, skirt right past it, right yeah. through it. You know? It does it's feel like, like that is the part of the film where a lot got cut out from what I can sort of... Yeah, I actually like. had a... There's a lot of, like, deleted scenes and stuff. Yeah, I, I had uh, Phasma, like, losing an arm and stuff. I think I had, like, a scoop on that, all that shit. Like, the whole, the whole thing mm-hmm. with, like, the fight. And then they, like, some for some reason redid that fight. And I know... I didn't think it was actually a better. I don't think it was better how they did it. I don't know why. I, I feel like they did it to leave ambiguity if she died or not. I liked the build up though. I feel like it probably it it it's so fast paced. Like I know mm-hmm. 
I would have probably to have liked to be, to have seen a bit more of like what's going on on the ship. But it's it's like every, it's all building up to that incredible moment. I don't know how people still hate it. Like yeah. the uh, uh, light speed crash, like that is yeah, that was cool. one of the best moments. Like in like just when it happens in the when the first time in the cinema you see it, like that is was just so good. And I'm like I still see people today like saying it breaks my canon and it ruins Star Wars. I'm like. If you, good, so they're done. Even, <laughs> they're gone, right? Even, they left, even right? If it doesn't room? really make sense to whatever. It was still like amazing, and like just the build up as it's all happened, like everything's coming together. It was so good. Yeah, yeah. Most likely, it dragged the movie somehow. The rhythm of the movie is my guess, and then so that's why it, that's why all of that sort of shifted. But but anyways, uh, yeah. Yeah, so I, I am I am with you, Topic Podcast Network, in the sense that it's that like you know, that little that fun like music that John Williams stuff is is at the heart of the of the Star Wars feeling, but I also think that the prequels, in a weird way, uh, I know Rob will just disagree with me because he's just gonna want to, but the uh, the prequels leaned on that really hard, in a certain from a certain angle. And a lot of the audience rejected <laughs> it, so I don't think that 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 honoring the serialized kind of shit in that way necessarily equates to like fan acceptance. I think that so that's where I'm a little bit like, you know what? I think they should. That isn't what people thing. rejected about the prequels. Like no one was like, I don't I like the serial format with the John Williams music and the crawl and the wives. No, they fucking hate the. The shitty ass acting, man. Like, mm-hmm. like, like, yeah. like, this is the the fucking some of the worst acting in a major motion picture. It's not nearly as bad as a Wild Wild West, but you know it's pretty fucking horrible by Star Wars standards. I like, I don't I, I I feel like I feel like see here here's the whole thing. When I think if you put like if you watch the prequels and then you watch four five and six, it's like you just see a different element. You see, like, like, like a different element in the stylized acting, but it's, it's like, like they are. There is a, there is like a, a, a continuity between what Mark Hamill's doing, "Hold Me," and the shit that it, that you have in Return of the Jedi and the prequels. But then when you jump over to the sequels, the acting gets way fucking better. And then I could kind of see that in some elements of the original trilogy. But when you put all nine together, you're like, this is inconsistently acted. <laughs> that, that's the, that's my one takeaway when I sit there and I watch all nine now. Yeah, because angle, a director's job, a director's job is to get performances, and Lucas is not interested in performances. So mm-hmm. that's that's it. Like that's that's your whole deal, man. Like I that, saw that, Padme in that white outfit when her little tummy was showing. Uh, that was a performance. It's not a performance. That's the that production a, designer. And Lucas going, Jason. give her a choker. Yeah, give her. A choker. Yes. Yeah, yeah George yeah, knew. Okay. Until George she speaks knew. a fucking line, and then you're like, "What is she doing?" Let's let's put some scratches on her back and make her like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you got it, George said. Rick McCallum. You're breaking my choker. You know, like, yeah. Some more coke. Yeah, George, you got it, buddy. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Anyways, though, uh, so the fact that they're making this movie in 2023, I think <clears throat> that they should get their shit in order and figure out what it's going to be. How, what the tone is going to be like for the very start for the for the next couple of years in it and then move out from there and if if doing it in that a new hope serialized way is the way to go go with that if the if it's going to be fucking christopher nolan star wars which is not going to be but if it was going to be then you know you change your score you change you change what elements you'll add to it because 
Like if all of a sudden anything serialized, if any Republic serial ness showed up in Andor, it would have fucking been like a record scratch. You know what I mean? You know, it would have. No, you can't do that. There, uh, I could have used a few wipes. Uh, you're all about wiping. You like to you like to wipe so much. You're raw. <clears throat> I don't know about that. I got, I got a bidet, I, I, bro. I, like that. I, 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 no, I, 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 w- I wouldn't have minded. The, I wouldn't have minded a, a, a few wipes either. I'm, I'm, I'm hygienic. But I'm, I'm saying like you know, in t- like like the operatic kind of like shit. It just wouldn't really fit. So no, no, know, look, no, no, but it is. Mando, Mando is extremely serialized, and it doesn't have mm-hmm. the John Williams music. So but that's it, it not. Has, it has the spaghetti western, the space, space. Yeah, and people love it. So if that, they just make something yeah. that's fucking captivating, what they need to do. That, that, that's what look, I'm, I'm saying, gonna be honest. The they need page. to not have three fucking different films. In, need to have one film that connects to the next film that connects to the next film. Mm-hmm. Don't be doing. Hey, Tyka's got a movie, and you got a movie, and you got a movie. Stick with one fucking thing in the film in the theaters. Just commit to something. Make a fucking decision. You know, like, and commit to it. Uh, what scares me about all of this, man, is this whole, like, they got, like, a backup plan on a backup plan. They haven't even put one thing out. And they got, like, multiple plans in case they fail. It's never a good sign when you're planning. Look, anything Endeavor, anytime you go to create something, if you want to make a comic book, you want to make a video game, don't have three other fucking games in your pipeline while you're making one in case this one don't work. Focus on the one fucking thing. That, that wasn't what it was, though. It's what it come. That, it's what it's come across like, though. To be no, honest with you, it, like, it, it came. I, I think it came up with we're going to do this in an era. We're going to do an era of film, and in that era of film, um, the, the things are happening concurrently. Whatever. I think that's what it was going to be, and then. But when it comes down to the Lindelof part of things, that's where shit was. That that's when everything was like being ironed out. Of we're going to like straight up do like you know a seven i think i think i've heard it's seven years uh they have a seven year trajectory of these films and at celebration i think uh the insider said they're going to announce five years they got a show Uh, going on right now and and uh yeah, I, our our buddy Chris is like they didn't talk anything about Star Wars. I'm like that guy says he doesn't like Star Wars. <laughs> he like literally says I don't like Star Wars. Yeah, so, he doesn't like it. So, but um, but uh, but anyways, so I I uh, what I'm where I'm going with this is those concerns I think should be alleviated. The the the, the truth of the matter is I think Rogue Squadron was just an easy one off film to do while that was getting worked out. And that the, the Taika movie was probably this similar thing, these like genre pieces that worked in, in the era. And then I don't, but I I don't think that it they decided to make either of them, and they're deciding to go with this Lindelof way. So I think what they're doing is actually like kind of boring for us in the meantime. But I think it is actually that it is actually it would like, be the best thing, man. Just stick with one fucking mm-hmm. deal, man. Yeah. Like I, I personally wish it was the Mando. But it's not. So yeah. in lieu of all that yeah, shit, man, like no just stick with me. one fucking thing because it's just gonna be fucking weird. It was you know, it's mm-hmm. just gonna it's just we're splitting up resources and time. Yeah, well Mando's a success on TV. Don't fucking ain't broke, don't fix it, I say. But yeah, we'll be back it. we'll be back tomorrow, one PM. Uh, actually I'll be back tonight to talk about the cartoon show with, with I'll Max. Be up. You'll be up, you'll be up, all yep. right. And then, so 
if you want to jump wanna... on every time, just let me know. I'll send you the invite. No, no um, I've got I've got videos to be getting on with tomorrow. Yeah, so. yeah. you don't, don't watch that bad batch, right, Azure? No, I I I watch it. <laughs> you know what? You're you're perfect. That that says it all. <laughs> no, that's yeah, yeah. We'll we'll see. Maybe it'll get good. Probably won't, but we'll know. Who knows? But um, I'm just waiting for those last two episodes. The press I haven't seen. Yeah. So me and Rob will um, if there's any news tomorrow, we'll do a show tomorrow. Otherwise, <clears throat> not doing two shows uh, in one day. Essentially, I don't think. But we'll, but we'll be back the next day at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. But I'm if there's watch news, the Jedi tomorrow. So. You are? Yeah, yeah. I'm going, still going through the rewatch of everything with my brother. We watched A New Hope and Empire this weekend. So we're watching Return of the Jedi tomorrow. And then I'm finally going to be able to get him to start Mando. Which is, okay. Uh, You're going to do the easy. Chewy Tarzan when he does it? You're going to do it? I have been found, found myself like saying a lot of the lines like just naturally. Just, like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I haven't even seen these films since like before Rise of Skywalker. It's been that long. And I'm like... Everything You're not missing so anything. Yeah. In 2023, I say Tarzan is still in Chewbacca's scream. Take that. Yeah, okay. Nobody knows who Classic Tarzan prequel is revisionist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, it was always though, meant to be that way. He wrote it though. The whole thing. He's had I, it in a vault. <laughs> I, I, I would be curious though if we did like if we were able to do like a huge survey and we we played, you know, if we showed Tarzan and we showed Chewbacca. Who would be more famous? Richard Dawson wants to do surveys again. Like, okay. Yeah, no, no, no I, I wonder. I, I wonder. If, yeah, of course, Chewbacca is going to be more famous than Tarzan, but he's doing the Tarzan, Tarzan fucking yell. I don't care if it's famous. Oh, no wait, one knows wait. who the fucking Hidden Fortress uh, is, but that doesn't change its influence on Star Wars. Yeah, so you're talking about when Tarzan does the Chewbacca, the Chewbacca yell? When he gets on the rope and he does the Chewbacca, that's what you're talking about? Uh, classic. Is that what you're talking about? Classic appropriation by a white guy. You know what I mean? Like... Wiki appropriation. Thank you for, for jumping on later with us today or with me today, Rob. And thanks for jumping on with us at all today. That's true. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's always fun. better when Avatar is around. It is better. It's That's yeah. as the truth. Uh, yeah. So we'll, everybody, I hope everybody enjoys the Bad Batch, or if you're not watching it, has a good night, and we'll see you guys uh, tomorrow, and I'll see you guys tonight at probably about 12.35 in the morning, Pacific Standard Time tonight. All right. Later, guys. It's the end of the show. Come on, let's go. Hey! It's the end of the show. <laughs> it's the end of the show. Come on, let's go. Hey! It's the end of the show. Come on, let's go. Hey! It's the end of the show.